Hello. Welcome to Remember, a podcast with me, Sophia. Mm. Let's go ahead and take a deep breath together. Wherever you're at, exhale all of the air out of your body and bring it back in slowly, deeply, fill up your vessel all the way till you reach capacity and hold. Exhale, let it go. Push it all out. Melt the tension in your body and bring it back in slowly, deeply, filling yourself up. Holding at the top. Exhale, let it go, melt into your vessel. <laughs> Let's do one more. Inhale, bring it in. Hold your breath. With some sound, let it go. Thank you. So, Today is episode zero. I recorded a podcast yesterday that was episode one, introducing the podcast, opening the space, and then today I got inspired, because it's Thanksgiving, to record episode zero and let the topics of Thanksgiving, gratitude, what are we celebrating, remembrance, themes such as that to emerge in this space. <sighs> so let's start with Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, my earliest memory of Thanksgiving is from third grade. And we were doing a play called The Magic Corn. And it was all about pilgrims, settlers, and Indians, and corn and animals and things like that. But basically, we were reenacting for a school play the story of Thanksgiving. What we were taught is Thanksgiving. So I just think it's funny, you know, how we're programmed <laughs> to believe certain things or to be like, this is history. This is how it went down. No, this is, this is right. These are the records of what occurred. But essentially, the pilgrims, the settlers, had a big dinner and made peace with the quote-unquote Indians. Now, the reason I put Indians in quotes, I know I said it earlier without quotes, but they say that when Christopher Columbus hit land uh, with his jolly old crew, they were confused. They were surprised. It wasn't on track or in alignment with where they were planning to go. They weren't expecting it. So they thought they were in India. They assumed like, wow, somehow we got to India. So when they saw the natives, they called them Indians. And it's just pretty 
I mean, I say funny, but not funny, but funny that once they found out they were indeed not in India, they still decided, oh, well, you know, we're still going to call you Indians. And then today we still call the natives of the land Indians. You know, some of the Native Americans even adopted that term for themselves and they call themselves Indians. And there's nothing bad or wrong with it. It's just fascinating how certain terms and agreed upon structures and mouth sounds interface all the beings like of a country, of a state, of a even the planet. I hear people saying certain slang words or stories or songs all around the world. It's like, where did this originate? Like, what are we actually saying? What are we even singing to? Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a grand wall. What are we singing? You know what I mean? It's like, where did that originate? Do we know? And like, where did that start? And then now it's like global, <laughs> these things. <laughs> so anyways, Indians, just a funny little story on that. So back to being taught in school, that's when... We made peace with the Indians. I'm going to use it because this is what I was taught, you know. And, man, we could do episodes on what we learn in traditional schooling <laughs> and pick all that apart, but that's a whole other podcast in itself. So Thanksgiving can actually be rivaled. You know, some uh, textbooks say that Thanksgiving was actually a holiday that signified the final harvest of the year. Huge harvest, a huge feast. And some say that the New Englanders just kind of made that into this tradition of Thanksgiving and started creating this story. Some say that it entered our consciousness stream and became a thing in the 1800s when a lot of historical texts say that the actual Thanksgiving feast happened around, I think, like 1620. And there are so many other historical documents or texts and in, in different historical books that we could read up on that state so many contradicting things. Like there actually weren't even Native Americans involved and Turkey wasn't even served and all of these things. But coming back to why I started this podcast today is because of what I was taught in my school in Ohio. And it was that we had Thanksgiving to make peace with the Indians. We would come into school, we'd dress up as Indians and play them in the play where we were programmed with, this is what happened. <laughs> Pretty crazy, huh? It just makes me think of the United States and so many people spout that the United States was founded upon freedom. And that's, in fact, not even close to the case, right? I mean, maybe some people believe that. Maybe like, no, this is the historical timeline that I believe in my bones. And then here's all the evidence in the books that state it was so. That's the thing about the Aquarian age that we're in, all knowing, all the information. Information used to be private and challenging to find. Uh, secrets, texts, ancient um, scripts, and now it's all available to us. So this is like, we could all find supportive information to support any 
belief, theory, timeline, story that we hold true in our own being. So truth is relative, and I'm not here to tell you this is the truth. I'm just here to share my experience in schooling, being programmed with this is what happens. And I pledge allegiance to the flag. I don't think they do that anymore, but we would do that every single day in school. That just came through. I forgot about that. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Oh, my God. Isn't that? Wow. I'm just having a trippy moment right now. One nation under God, indivisible, (laughs) indivisible, and justice for all. We would just say it so monotone. One nation under God, indivisible, and justice for all. Okay. But (laughs) what the fuck? Do people still say this in school? Is this still a thing? I am just like, wow, indivisible of a country that couldn't be more divided, that you literally turn on the television and it's like, division, 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 division. People of this color are doing this to you, the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. We're going to tell you who to be afraid of. We're going to tell you who your enemy is. It's everywhere. It's like in movies. It's in speech. It's in ads. It's in like, what are you talking about? Indivisible. Injustice for all. What does justice even mean? First of all, I, I think that word is also super hilarious. This deserves justice. Who decides what justice is? You know what I mean? But anyways, with justice for all, I, w- I take it in this context context as we are all equal and we are all going to be treated fairly and justly fair is another word like we'll save those for future podcasts but what that is if anyone really honestly feels that that is what the united states is founded upon and that's the fabric of the reality i'm just like clapping to you (laughs) clapping to you for creating yourself in this in that space wow anyways back on track maybe i should insert that song here so thanksgiving where you know still in ohio when i go back and and you ask people like what is thanksgiving they'll say to you And as I did a little bit of research on this, maybe it's not the same everywhere. Maybe you go to Canada and they're like, Thanksgiving is the the year of the harvest, you know, like it's it's, or the year of the harvest. It's the final harvest meal and da, 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 da. But where I'm from, you go around, people say the same things. It's when we made peace with the Indians. And it's just amazing that we can come together and, and still have that belief and celebrate on that when really it was mass genocide not even just mass genocide where we're like let's kill them it's like let's fucking get down and dirty how down and dirty can we get blankets with smallpox that we will put on the blankets and give it to them give it to them here's a gift from our loving hearts to yours like murdering hundreds of thousands of their food source their buffalo and just letting them rot there the meat (laughs) making false treaties and then burning down their villages raping their women killing their anyways i know i'm getting a little i'm getting a little deep and it's gratitude day right (laughs) every year on thanksgiving i'm like i'm gonna go live and speak 
But now that I have a podcast, I that's exactly what I'm doing. Anyways, I just think it's mind-blowing a little bit, but not mind-blowing at all at the same time. It's the paradox. So how can we just be conscious of what this day represents? Hold it in our hearts and teach our children, like, this is what happened. This is what occurred. So a lot of us, a lot of people that I talk to also have chosen to reclaim this day as gratitude day to that are teaching their children this is what happened to do a little ritual or offering to donate to native american communities you know we slaughtered their lands like we we slaughtered them and, and took their lands and forced them off of reservations like these are people who lived with the earth and here we come with our industrial frequencies and force them to yeah live a different way if they want to survive because we claim they couldn't have their lands so you know I look at all these different um, holidays and I see and I'll do a Christmas version um, and in that one we'll go into Halloween and all of the the pagan traditions that we took into this melting pot of the United States because a lot of us really aren't connected to our lineage. We don't even know where we come from. It's like, where the fuck did we come from? I live here in Costa Rica on a mountain that has generations and generations and generations of family all along this sacred mountain in the jungle. They know their roots. It's felt in the energetic of the space. They know their traditions. They hold them sacredly. And it's like, I know a roundabout idea of where my ancestors are from, but I'm not connected to it. And it's, I think that's the majority of the United States. We have lost this deep connection to our ancestry, to the traditions that our great, 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 great grandparents held so dearly. So, we've taken other traditions and tried to make them into something of our own. And honestly, Thanksgiving is one of my holidays are, are my favorite memories with my mom and my brother. My brother is no longer here in the physical realm. And when I, I think of him, I often refer back to different holidays, <laughs> just the best times, hilarious times of Christmas, of Thanksgiving, of all these times where I really didn't focus on the meaning of what this is for. It was more a reason to gather and to celebrate each other and to be with family. And I'm really grateful for those moments, but the more that I reflect on, okay, well, what are we claiming this day is? The more I understand, I mean, to a limited capacity of why we have chosen to adopt these certain holidays to try to develop some traditions of our own and it's like well here's this this day means this so we're like okay great let's gather with family this means this you know we don't have those deep roots to be like no actually this is this and I say we as an over generalization a lot of people still are connected to their roots and their traditions and their ancestry and their heritage and their bloodline now I'm gonna get a little bit woo-woo on you I'm also very much aware in my everyday life of how I've played it all. I've literally played all parts and I've been shown that. I've been shown that in deep medicine journeys and outside of it, deep in meditation where 
I have been dissolved out of my physical form and inserted into being a rapist and being the one being raped and being the one murdering, being an African-American getting whipped on my back and the pain. I still remember the fucking pain. And of course, it's like, yeah, here's this white girl, this privileged white girl sharing this podcast with you and saying, I've been it all. It's like, fuck you. That's probably, you know, that's like what part of me thinks too, but I've experienced it and I'm grateful and humbled to experience it because I say these things just because part of my consciousness is like, wow, can we just understand what we're really celebrating and just bring the honor and the reverence into that so we can you know, just bring it all to light in unity because me, part of my journey, I believe is to anchor in unity consciousness. And I don't always speak through that lens. I'm multidimensional. There's part of me that exists on the plane of unity where I see it all. I can empathize with anyone. Someone walks in and shoots at the school. I'm like, wow, feel into his field. I totally get to some degree this being and I have compassion and love and empathy for him. I'm not sitting here making him bad and wrong. I'm having empathy. It doesn't mean I do, like I agree with those actions, but when we make someone bad, bad and wrong, we are instilling separation and protection of our own being and they're bad, they're this and just denying the light within them the traumas the it's so easy for us to label darkness in someone or something the darkness them this they're bad they're this the fire would never be that it's pointing the finger do a little exercise with me real quick point your finger up in the air point it do it point it point it point it do you see how there's three fingers pointing back your middle your ring and your pinky that's an indicator for me for me Nothing I say is your truth unless you choose to take it on. Okay? I'm not saying you got to do this. Point it in the air. Three fingers pointing back. That's a sign for me to always come within and start understanding why am I making this person so wrong? Why am I white knuckling onto the beliefs and the evidence of, of why they're wrong? Why am I continuing to generate that frequency? And I say all that coming to you on a podcast around Thanksgiving where we like murdered (laughs) so many cultures. I say we like it's we're a stream of consciousness that's continuously moving through different beings and different timelines. And so anyways, the proverbial we murdered and and got down and dirty with it. We're like, we're going to get dirty the way that we uh kill these Native Americans. And, you know, there's a lot of propaganda, too. Like, these savages are coming in to kill you, and da-da-da, and we're trying to make peace. There's always propaganda. Look at the propaganda today. What propaganda? There's no propaganda. Well, just turn on your television. I can't even... I watch a movie, and I could write essays on every movie. It doesn't matter what movie it is, what show it is. I still like to watch movies and shows. Oh my gosh, I recently just watched, for the first time in a long time, a show all the way through over a few days while I was making earrings, and it was, what was it? Some baking show. I loved it. I loved it. I just loved the baking show. So I'm not saying 
it's bad and wrong to watch things. I actually even share with some of my clients, can you just do something mindless, like go watch a show? Do you, is there a show that you like? Can you just like zone out for a bit? So I'm just saying I can literally write essays on any movie, any show, because I just see all the layers at play and all the massive amounts of programming in there. And I'm not saying like there's someone creating the movies that's trying to program us with this and this. It's just, no, it's societal programmings. Really, how we should act in relationships, how we should do this and do that. And this is a marriage and this is how you talk to your kids and this and that. It's like insane amounts of programming constantly. But I am grateful because the more aware I become, the more I can see through these realms and see my being as Sophia, this beautiful avatar that I'm speaking to you through. I can see the programs and the, the ways that I play out programming. I say stuff all the time, like, oh my God, I caught, my, even just that, oh my God, I caught myself the other day saying wife beater. Like, why don't you just get a wife beater? And I, I stopped, like, what the fuck? Wife beater? Like, how did we... And that was just second nature to me. I used to say it all the time. My mom used to say it. My mom still, probably still says it. Friends back in Ohio probably still say it. Hey, get you, wear this wife beater. It's this white tank top that usually guys wear that's called a wife beater because it's stereotypical because guys that normally wear that would, what, would they beat their wives? Insane. Like, <laughs> I'm constantly seeing things that have just been programmed into my computer of a human and just spouting just like the, um, what's it called? Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> what? What are we even saying, people? Come on. Or do we really still believe this? Anyways, Thanksgiving. So I know that we started this podcast and I said we're going to go into it and pick in. We did a little bit, but it just has sparked other things. So on this day, I'm going to go gather with friends today. I am. And I'm choosing to take this day to honor the ancestors that have come before. The ones that inhabit these lands that I am occupying. I am here in Costa Rica as a white person on lands that have been handed down for generation and generation and generation and generation. When I came to these lands a few years ago, I was lucky to land in a Tico home with Andre and Mari, and I got to meet like so much of their family. We would walk up the mountain and Andre would be like, my aunt, my cousin, my grandpa, my dad, actually not in a Southern accent at all. And <laughs> I'm just grateful to have been brought into that. Like what is life like with families that stay like this? close-knit, same neighborhood traditions. We got brought into a lot of their traditions and their celebrations and the foods that they make, customs. And it just made me think back to customs that I have. And one of them is Thanksgiving. So I think it's important to, for me to know what society is promoting that this day is for honoring the truth, quote unquote, truth is relative, the truth 
of what I feel this day, what happened on that day, or what the energetics of that day represent. You know, if I feel called to, to donate, not because I think, not because I'm playing in the triangle and I'm a rescuer to victims, because I want to honor in some type of way those that have come before by honoring their lineage and their great-grandchildren or their grandchildren. It was, was it even that? I mean, yeah, great-grandchildren. <laughs> by donating money or blankets, non-disease-filled blankets, and, you know, just sh even share this, just awareness, like what it does this quote-unquote holiday mean to us and how can we be responsible for that as we celebrate with our children teach compassion, unity. Because as I go celebrate with my friends today, like I said, I'm honoring the ancestors of what's here and the beings that are here that are carrying their traditions. They don't celebrate Thanksgiving, but I'm going to take this day, make it a reminder of what was, what really happened. Was it really peace between Native Americans or quote-unquote Indians and settlers or was it the mark of mass genocide of wiping out entire tribes that in wisdom and ways of living with the plants to become what it is today oh to become what it is today where I am blown away by it it seems like we're going to chop down all the woods until nothing's left I'm getting depressing with this podcast aren't I but I, I just visited Ohio and I went into some of my favorite woods and they're literally slivers of woods now. I walked through a sliver of it. To the left was, was a huge field, acres and acres of just grass that a church wanted just around it. And then on the other side were, were track home developments, of course, everywhere. Everywhere I go, more and more track homes, track homes, track homes, sold as the American dream. What? That's the dream to live in a tiny ass freaking four walled home that I could literally probably jump from one roof to the next and land on my neighbor's home. What? When did that become the dream? And whose dream is that? Because it seems to become more and more of a collective soul dream and programmed into us in school, right? You know, like get, get good grades so you can get a good job so you can make money so you can have a house so you can support your children and have a What? Wow. We're in a dream, folks, and this is what we've co-created. Not making it wrong. I'm just like, wow, okay. I play a part in it too. I'm going to save that for another episode about the parts that we play and how, anyways. As I anchor in something different here, something completely different, this whole mountain, we all live so differently than what I grew up with in the United States, living regeneratively with the earth. Always could improve. I'm not saying I'm 100% sustainable and regenerative with the earth. It's just a different consciousness, a different mindset, supporting your neighbor, knowing your neighbors, helping each other out. What do you need? This, that. What, every time I go and visit my mom, there's so many houses all around. And I just think, as I look down the road, one little road of like 40 houses. And I think, wow, each person is struggling. Maybe to just make ends meet. Maybe not. Maybe they're well off. But everyone has a washing machine. Everyone has their own car. Everyone has their own this and that. And we're just so separate now cut off from tribes, 
of people where we would support one another. And there's communities and there's people doing it. Again, I overgeneralize a lot, but just get the message behind what I'm saying. As I went for a walk down the roads around my mom's home, just two months, a month and a half ago, it was, the sun was setting. And every home that I walked past, television on, television on, television on, television on, television on, television on, every single one. I was just waiting. I'm like, no, not everyone. There's got to be one that there isn't. Every single one. That's what it's become, really. Go to work, do your nine to five, make enough money so you can come home, sit down, be with your family, eat food, watch the television, do the things, kids' homework, this and that, do it again tomorrow. Save up enough money so you can maybe take enough time off work to go on a week-long vacation. Again, I'm overgeneralizing. This is just what I grew up with and what I still see in so many people I know. And the thing I want to say is there's another way. There's so many other ways. You just got to be willing to break out of what is deeply programmed. And it takes moving through fear, a lot of full body fear of the unknown. How will I make ends meet? What if, how could I quit this job? Da, 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 da. More of that into podcast one. <laughs> So today on Thanksgiving, I'm turning it into, and a lot of friends that I know are, gratitude day. Again, honoring what was and bringing in gratitude for the now, for the people that we're surrounding with, that we have an abundance of food that we can cook, that we have the ability to gather like this, to love each other, to just be in each other's company and presence and be just be in this collective game. I feel like it's a video game more and more. I'm like, wow, the multiverse. Oh my God. Podcast coming on that. What the hell? The multiverse. I can't even, I'm just like uh, 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 full body glitch when I think about it. Like what? Wow. We're literally creating what we're already in and it's just like letting anyways. So yeah. What traditions can we establish and hand down? gratitude day let's honor what was let's give to the earth do little ritual despacho make a little altar give thanks in whatever way remember honor and celebrate hold those vibrations of love and gratitude with those that we we love you know with those that we can see those that we can't see honoring those that have come before in physical form Giving gratitude. Gratitude is such a high, beautiful frequency. A lot of the programming on television is fear, 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 fear. Here's what to be afraid of. Here's the evidence why. Here's the victim. Here's the perpetrator. Here's the rescuer. Go, 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 go. Gratitude. Having gratitude for what is this present moment, the ones around us, our health, our vitality, the leaves, the water, the trees, the flowers. Ah. Having gratitude for existence, for experience, that can raise our vibration so much. It's like, oh, wow, now I see the world differently. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> so, you know, side note, a gratitude practice is powerful. Some people think that that sounds woo-woo and hippy-dippy too. Like, oh, gratitude, yeah, gratitude's the answer. But try it, you know, if you want to, Start a practice of 10 gratitudes a day. Start your day with 10 gratitudes. See what shifts. See if you can feel a subtle shift in your body. 
if you want to intercede on your own behalf one day, if you're feeling down and just, oh, F life, what would it happen if you started stating things you're grateful for? Just notice, notice what subtle shifts occur in your frequency, in your state of being, in the way you see yourself in the world. It's a way to partner with our being and consciously raise the vibration that we are broadcasting out to our environment, to the world around us, broadcasting out a different frequency so then we can in turn receive that frequency in exchange instead of broadcasting out misery and receiving more evidence of that in our field. And it's not always the most quote unquote easiest thing to do when you're in it to just start being grateful of things in your environment because it can just feel so true the vibration that you're in it takes something to partner with your being and to generate differently to give yourself another experience so to have a day of thanksgiving where we can not pretend that it's a day any longer where we made peace with the Native Americans, we can be conscious of what the day really represents and generate a new way of relating to it. Remembering the power of gratitude, of being grateful for what we have, for our family, for, for the life we've created. And if there's something that doesn't feel that we're super grateful for, like, wow, I don't really enjoy this part of my life. Maybe we can shift that. Not maybe, we can, one can. I used to always think that it was so funny how we'd get together and give thanks for Thanksgiving. I'm so grateful for this and that and this and so grateful. And then literally a few hours later, almost kill people, actually kill people some years for Black Friday shopping, (laughs) right? I'm so grateful for my life, for everything I have. Thank you. I'm so abundant. And now it's time to wait in lines and push people down and get the best deal so I can consume. Grateful. (laughs) And I promise you that I say this all with love, with the awareness of all things, the grand cosmic joke of all of it. It's all just hilarious to me. It's so hilarious. And I'm not making anyone wrong. Go do your Black Friday. I probably... We'll be buying a Black Friday day deal myself for, for Christmas. So, like, I'm the biggest hypocrite of anyone. And I say that with the utmost love and respect and just compassion for my sweet human in this life. <sighs> Anyways, thank you for <laughs> joining me today. May we just choose remember and choose i'm remembering what was and i'm choosing to honor and i'm choosing to anchor in gratitude and love and remembrance and to not pretend that i'm celebrating something that actually isn't the truth or the case and you know what if you want to go for it i'm not saying you're wrong at all go make the turkey the hands and make the little indians and the pilgrims on the papers like i we did in school it's just we have the ability to influence consciousness. We are consciousness and it's being handed down and but a new consciousness is emerging. And it takes questioning, questioning what we're saying, what we believe, what are we celebrating? Am I living the life that feels fully aligned in alignment with the callings of my soul? So gratitude for you all anyone who has listened to me ramble 
I feel deep gratitude for you, for my being, for this day, for the remembrance of all the Thanksgivings where I got to be with my family, who I miss so much. And yeah, I'm so excited to go into the episode around Halloween and Christmas and what the, we're going to really actually go into those things around what Halloween means and those traditions and how they were taken from paganism. And I'm so excited. And they're not bad and wrong. Again, some of my best memories are those holidays because those were the traditions, our only traditions, you know? So let's go ahead and take a deep breath in. Hold. Let it go. One more. Hold. Let it go. If nothing resonated with you today, thank you for listening. If something did resonate, amazing. My goal with these podcasts is to just be a mirror of remembrance of something within you that has already known whatever lands in the field. Te amo. Episode one coming next week.